Hey, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Steph Romanski. Oh, so you're feeling okay? Nobody's sick? Still breathing. Still fine. Hooray. Sick of the inside of my house, but hey. <laughs> I don't blame you. Are, are you getting cabin fever at all? A little bit, but it helps to kind of stand outside for a while. Go for a drive. It's been uh, pretty much business as usual here. I'm still having to go to work. Yay! Hooray! Yeah, but... No, it's getting weird. Yeah, it's definitely getting weird. And speaking of weird, welcome to the Atomic Way to Cheese, where real life is called cinema. Cult cinema is frequently real life. I'm Mike. Scott. Where are you guys? Uh, we're <laughs> in each of our respective homes, yeah? <laughs> Hello! Hello! Where, of course, like everybody else on the planet, we are in uh, social isolation. It's not quarantine, because none of us are sick, thank God. Yeah. But uh, we are we are social isolating to give our uh, healthcare system a chance to maybe not completely collapse under the weight of all our <laughs> own sick asses. So uh, that's that's where we are. We're trying to home show. So if things sound a little funky, a little floopy, a little loopy, that's why. But we're going to try to knock this out. What do you think? I'm in. Here we go. Rock and roll. Okay. So basically, uh, for lack of anything other than this giant monster eating everything, uh, you know, in terms of our thought processes and our our media consumption, I figured what we do is just dive into what we're doing, man. What what is this uh, self-imposed quarantine uh, uh, doing to you? What? How are you feeling? How are you coping? And how has your media consumption changed or shifted or? gone any sort of uh, direction since it's been going on. So I figure we'll just start there. Like, uh, first off, personal level, everyone's doing okay, even if a little cabin fever is setting in. Yeah, fine here, fine at my house. How about work? Um, There's hardly anybody there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people working from home now. Yeah. Well, there's more than you think. Yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know, it might be a a little bizarre. I mean, I don't, you know, tell anybody what to do, but, you know, when I agreed to kind of stay on, I kind of figured there wouldn't be quite as many people still there. But, you know, do what you got to do, and we're all practicing our social distancing pretty good, so, so far, so good. No, it's really weird, like, I know, like, um, the first this really got on my radar was, uh, well, it's probably been like three weeks ago. I just went in for like a normal checkup, basically to go in so I could get my prescriptions renewed. Right, right, right. And like unsolicited, my doctor starts talking about this thing, the coronavirus. And he was like pretty grim and pretty dire when he was talking about it. And it's like, Jesus. And so that's kind of when it first got on my radar. And then like uh, the next weekend, I went to get groceries and it looked like a bomb had gone off in the grocery <laughs> store. And, you know, all the all the shelves, you know, there was no bread, no toilet paper, no eggs, no nothing. And like I said it, it had been cleaned out. And they also had these crazy, like, makeshift barricades everywhere to keep everybody away from the bulk items. Really? And it was like right then and there, it's like, okay, we are we are in a whole other level of this is going to get really fucking weird. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. If it's not there already. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, what what was the dire thing you, your uh, uh, physician was talking about? Is basically, is he all, we're doomed, or is it just, because uh, uh, if I were working in the healthcare industry, I would feel pretty damn dire as well. Yeah, no, it was mostly just, um, it's going to happen. Yeah. A lot of people are going to get sick, Yeah, and it's going to get a lot worse before it gets any better. 
And then, of course, you know, like right after that meeting, you have, you know, one side saying it's all a hoax and the other side saying the world is ending. And so you try to find the happy medium there. Neither is and, true. Yeah. And so, but, you know, leaning on the side to caution. Yeah. And so, and like I said, and then he said with the grocery store, it's like, why toilet paper? This I don't my brain. get it. Why toilet paper? It's the dumbest freaking thing. Because, uh, oh my God, I don't understand it. And uh, well, I think it's like people are expecting to be barricaded in their homes and not be able to go to the store. And, that's know, true. So you need to have the toilet paper. It's kind of important. Yeah. yeah. But they all freaked out at the same time rather than right. staggering panic. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, which is, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know who first came up with uh, the graph for, you know, flattening the, yeah, flattening the, the curve. Hump. Yeah. Flatten the curve, but you know, he's a genius because it's like even I understood that, and it's like, okay, I get it. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody stay the hell away from me. Let's uh, so. let's all work together to not completely collapse our healthcare system. Yes, that makes right. all sorts of sense <laughs> to me. The, yeah, the weird bit for me is that I'm explaining this to my kids, and both of them are right. taking it in different ways. One of right. them is just very curious, and the other one is just kind of in mourning because. Of course, she's a social creature at this point, you know, and yeah. there's just no social anything, you know. I mean, you can you can Skype over, you know, we you can do what we're doing. You can yeah. call them. You can you can be on social media, but it's not the same. And so that's that's kind of what we're dealing with. But nobody, uh, I'm not scared. Are you guys scared? Well, no, not yet. I, I in fact, I would I would say it's like I'm almost proud of everyone. For how kind of well, aside from the hoarding, but how kind of well they're taking all this. Yeah. But on the other hand, part of me is like, I'm kind of waiting for that other shooter drop. Because I know we just had our first uh, fatality here yep. locally. And I'm like, oh, okay, so how is that going to change things? So. Well, I would say um, stay away from our Facebook comments if you want to continue to feel proud of our society. Sure, sure. <laughs> you well, know? Because people are idiots. It's yeah. Dangerous. Well, I know where I live, and if I ever forget where I live, I can drive two blocks in one direction and see the person who has the sign-up that says, Trump 2020, enough bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know, do we, are we really at a point, I don't know, I don't know, that's enough of that. So, so uh, I'll give you one more depressing fact, and then let's dive into our media consumption, is, uh, you you know what, um... My wife works at the sheriff's department and just gun permits and gun permits and gun permits and gun permits over and over and over again, not to mention the fact that you can't buy ammo anywhere in the state. And they finally quit doing gun permits and had people banging on the door saying, you've got to make me legal to own a gun. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No. No. Anyway. Uh, like Some of these people want this to happen. Oh, you know, yeah, I totally. swear they're, to God, yeah, some, yeah, some do. There's there's a 2%, 5% bit of yeah. the population that is really happy right now. Right. But, you so. know what, I'll just stay in my house and, and uh, keep watching movies and things will be fine. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah. so tell, let's dive into uh, into media consumption. So, like, what are, how, let, let's get broad and then narrow it out a bit. How are things uh, changing? How are things the same? Are you watching the same stuff? Are you watching different stuff? Are you watching the same amount of stuff? What What's going on? Well, I have a new routine now that I have to work in my living room. Yes, um, I, I do. I do too. 
I can't, I can't, um, I make myself not, no TV, nothing, unless I put on like a fake fireplace on YouTube for 10 hours. But, um, I do that. And then I, um, remembered that on my, uh, Echo device, I can, um, have it, uh, play BBC radio, which I like. So I have that on during the day until about three o'clock when they go to weird music that I don't like. Um, <laughs> what, what and so the, then I have a play. What? What does the B play in the middle of the day? Oh, well, you know, um, Radio 2 plays, uh, they have a new DJ every two hours, and so they play a really big variety of music, and they play requests and, and things like that. So it's it's um, anything from David Bowie to... Um, the Everly Brothers, so it's quite a nice variety. That is a variety, uh, yeah. And that's Radio 2. I don't know, I haven't listened to the other ones yet, but um, at about 3 o'clock, I'll turn that off and have uh, the device play my brother-in-law's um, Duke in the Back podcast, because he plays funky old rhythm and blues from before rock and roll came into being. And yeah, you love me that. I highly recommend it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I need to get to it. <laughs> So that's that's my day during the week, and then in the evenings I just do what I've always done, and that's binge something or check out a movie or play video games or you know cook or something like that. So yeah, we're not a whole lot changed. What what are you binging? Um, well, <laughs> please don't make fun of me, but I just rewatched <laughs> all of the <laughs> You just I'm playing. <laughs> Try it again. I was laughing over you. What are you watching? Lucifer. I just finished it. And I'm in the middle of 9 9 because the new season's out, and Outlander, new season's out. Um, oh, and Breeders. I'll talk about that. Are we doing Rex? Um, eventually. You know what? Sure. I, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do Rex. So, yeah, save that for Rex. All right. That's, that's me. Okay. So my situation is I'm working through my uh, at a desk. We moved into my kid's playroom in the basement, and I'm a big podcast guy, and my podcast consumption has dropped way off um, because I, you know, will have to deal with the dog or a kid who's upstairs doing, you know, doing a, a digital school or, or whatever. So my podcast consumption is way off, but we did dig out the, uh, the vinyl. And so that's what I'm doing a lot of right now is we're, we're just spinning the very, very small number of vinyl records we have. And uh, that's that's been fun. I taught the kids how what a record is and, and how to you know play a record. So that, that's, that's been a thing. And then in the weekends, we're usually pretty busy, and now we're not. So, <laughs> so my, my 16-year-old has come up with a list of movies that we're slowly working through. Just stuff I own on physical media. So we just, uh, like today, we did an afternoon movie and did The Silence of the Lambs, you know. And uh, um, the the other way it's changed is that we aren't necessarily seeking drama or action or anything. That's why I think that uh, uh, Tiger King show... Has anyone watched Tiger King yet? Nope. No. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, there's a reason it's the number one show in America right now. And the reason is... It is a glorious, a, a Florida-sized distraction because every second is crazier than the next to the point where they just stop acknowledging it. 
in like this this really odd way. It's just kind of like a, a you know, yes, he's a, a yes, he wears gold lame shirts and has a mullet and is a, a gay zoo owner and has two husbands and shoots guns and one of his husbands shot himself in the head on accident and that's on foot, you know, and that's on tape. But yeah, he's also trying to kill this other woman in Florida and hired a hitman. But maybe he didn't. But yeah, he definitely did. And uh, uh, you know, it just gets weirder and weirder until the last episode. There's a scene where a guy drives a three-wheeled vehicle uh, up toward the camera with a skeleton in the passenger seat, and it's just never addressed because what else is there to say at this point? You know, these people are just Florida crazy all the way to their Florida bones, even if they're not in Florida, and it is just the most glorious distraction, and you can feel better than all these people because you are better than these people. And so it's like 10 episodes of the game Florida Man. Fill in it the is. It's Florida, okay. it's Florida Man with a plot. Okay. <laughs> it's glorious. I did that for my birthday. You know, you're supposed to do Florida Man and then, like, type in your birthday into Google. Yeah. And mine was, like, it was, I thought it was kind of disappointing because all it was was a man offered a hamburger for a sexual act or something like that, and that's all it was. <laughs> hey, and who hasn't so that? was kind of disappointing. I was hoping for gators, but nope. <laughs> oh, there's a gator bit in, in Tiger King, too, because at one point he burned down a studio of a reality show group that was there filming his life because they had incriminating stuff on him. And so oh, he burned it down and accidentally caught the alligator uh, pen on fire and burned up all his alligators. <laughs> oh, God! I swear to God, it's Florida, the movie. With Where is Black. this streaming? On Netflix. It's called Tiger okay. King. And every right. episode is just exponentially crazier than the one before it. It's just, it is a, he's a country musician, but there's a lip sync scandal. And uh, uh, one of his husbands doesn't have any teeth. And it's just, oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's what America needs right now. Joe Exotic is what America needs right now. Anyway, so yeah, that that was very much what we were in the mood for, and I was hoping one of you had seen an episode so you could at least commiserate for a second. I think I saw a preview, and it's like, holy crap! So. Yeah, wait, wait till you see how the one husband accidentally shoots himself. It's the absolute best. I don't usually laugh when people die, but in this case, I cackled. <laughs> And it's not because I was happy he was dead. He was just kind of a sweet, dumb person. But just the dumb way he kills himself is just the best thing. <laughs> so okay, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not even going to recommend that. But anyway, so we're uh, we're we. My wife and I watched Tiger King. We're looking for kind of the next distraction, and that's kind of where our heads at. But we're also going through some classic movies with the 16 year old, and that's that's proving pretty good. You know, we're uh, we're we're doing some some stuff we wouldn't normally do, and I think that's turning out pretty well. Nice. How about you, Chad? Uh, well, before everything went to hell, uh, through eBay and several other sources, I wound up buying, like, almost 300 Legion of Superhero comics. Ooh, and nice. so so I've been reading a lot of, of, of comic books the past few weeks, and uh, when I'm not doing that, I think, Steph, you can relate to this. Because uh, my designated kid has been after me for the longest time to start to watch uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay. Oh yeah, Shannon got me to. I start. I just watched three episodes tonight with her. Okay. okay. And I made it through season one, and it's pretty good. And in fact, it, what's the most hilarious about it is it reminds me of these crazy Shaw brother kung fu chop sake movies from the seventies, like. Uh, 
Master of the Flying Guillotine or the Five <laughs> Elemental Ninjas or One on Boxer, Man, you know, geared toward children. And it works, and it's hysterical, and it's kind of great. So I'm actually looking forward to season two. So, huh. so it's so, got a Shaw Brothers vibe because that's the that's the only thing anyone has ever told me that would make me want to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. It. I heard from what I understand is ignore the movie because it's Shyamalan ding dong nonsense yep, and yep, ruined yep. it. So avoid that. But no, the cartoon is actually really great, and so yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And so, well, and it so was, they got it was Kit yeah, that prompted you. It was your surrogate kid who wanted you to yes. watch that. My designated child, yes. And so <laughs> the and one so the government assigned watching. to you, along with twenty four hundred dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if I can get twelve hundred for that. Oh, what? The, yeah, the best meme I saw today since since it's been legally proven that corporations are a person. All the corporations should be get for their bailout is twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. Hell yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I'm a fan. So, anyway. And, uh, and beyond that, like I don't know how this happened, but like on YouTube, I have been watching a ton of like vintage baseball. Huh. And I have been slowly like piecemealing my way. I've watched like the 71, 72, 73, and 74 World Series. And that's kind of like when the Oakland A's like won three of them. And... And it was really funny because for the longest time, I did not like uh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson played for the A's where he played for the Yankees. Right. Not to get too much into sports or whatever. R- but Reggie Jackson I, hated, I hated the guy when I was a kid. I didn't like him. But then I slowly kind of realized, it's like, I really didn't hate him. I hated Howard Cosell. <laughs> who was, you know, what? like, just like, you know, I, I've grown to appreciate Howard as I've gotten older. But as a kid, I was just like, shut up. But uh, he- so that was just, that's. Yeah, he thought he was as important as anything happening on the field. Yeah, yeah, he's like uh, one of the in- intelligentsia of uh, of you know just kind of that uh, perfect East Coast whatever, and uh, you know, and it's like he just kind of got sick of him. But you know, as I, as I got older and went back on, I kind of appreciated him. Like he knew what he was talking about, and most times when he was saying he annoyed the hell out of it, like you know, he's not wrong. No, <laughs> and so, and, but it. Uh, so, yeah, it was just really funny. Just kind of come to that realization. It's like, you know what? Reggie, he's a great guy, and he's a hell of an athlete. And it's like, yeah, you just hated the, the, the blowhard screaming how great he was. And so, so there you go. Can, can but, I, yeah, no, it's just, it's just kind of fun to watch because there's no, there's no, you know, telestrators or nothing. It's just simple. It's like, here's behind the plate. Here's where the ball went. And then now you got, like, Kurt Gowdy announcing, and it's just it's great. And so it's just s- silly and simple, and it's it's a great distraction. So I wa- one thing I watched, I watched uh, Tom Seaver throw a no hitter from like 1978 with the Reds, and they're all wearing their pajama uniforms. It's so great. <laughs> can, can I ask you? A, can I ask you a weird question? Sure. So, if baseball had a fast forward option, I would use yeah. it all the time. Okay. <laughs> so you're watching sure. vintage baseball, and are you fast forwarding it at all? Oh heavens no! Oh, that's heavens great. No. So the 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 languishing the, the the languid pace is is the point. Oh well, yeah, it's just a good way to kill four hour or three hours. You know, it's just, it's, yeah, just let them play. And I don't know, it's like the game's different back then. It's not like uh, walks and waiting for dingers. You got guys on base and guys are stealing bases, and it's constantly moving, man. Huh. Like I said, it's a it's a completely different ball game. Interesting. Completely different. Completely different than what the game is today. And you got guys going, pitching, you know, not like three or four innings. You got a pitching change every other inning. 
you got guys who are getting shelled and they're still going nine. And so, <laughs> and so they yeah. They have to and, dig themselves out of a hole and they have to, right, yeah. Right, right. Because I was like, watch this. Like, what did that guy do? He's like, oh my God, he stole a base. I can't remember the last time I've seen a stolen base in modern day baseball. And these guys like stole second and stole third. Oh, I see a doubt. <laughs> and that's so, dominate. That's pretty great. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I watched uh, a while back, just to end, end the thing on sports real quick. Um, my kid was asking about the times the Nebraska Cornhuskers won national championships, so I showed her one of the games. And it's so weird going back and watching it with modern eyes and going, mm-hmm. oh, my God, yeah, we were good, but they could have they could have beaten us real bad in, like, seven different ways. They just didn't, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like we were stronger and better, yeah, but... Man, if they they'd have just clicked, if we hadn't broken their with, rhythm, we would have lost those games in like pretty terrible, you know, sure. w- terrible ways. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, those ninety four, ninety five teams are pretty good. Yes, they are. Uh, but, you know, like I said, yeah, it's like like you watch those old like ones from the seventies. Like it's a completely different ball game. It's just crazy. Yeah, and uh, I do love watching that old one just so I can see like Lyle Bremser losing his shit calling Johnny <laughs> Rogers touchdown. I might watch, I might rewatch the Pine Tar game with. With uh, George Brett, that might be. There crazy. you go. That'd be a good one. And so, so I just remember at the end of the end of the game, and like uh, Lyle Bremser just going nuts on the radio call, and it basically just ends with it. And I am going out of my gourd. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great call. Okay. okay. Oh it. yeah. Here's here's a great piece of trivia for you. Okay. Hit me. Okay. Game of the century, Nebraska Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, back in the seventies, right? Seventy. Guess who the guess who the executive producer for ABC Sports on that game was? Oh, I think I might know this, but I'm not going to be able to come at, come up with it. Who was it? Andy Sedaris. Oh my God, he of Hard Malibu Ticket Express. to Hawaii. Malibu Hard Ticket to Hawaii, exactly. Did a movie where they shot a snake with a bazooka. Right. And shot a uh, shot a guy who a uh, roller skater with a bazooka too. He had a sex doll, and oh so yeah, yeah. Before he started making tits and ass moves with playmates, he was like an Emmy award winning sports producer for ABC Television. That's the best. Yep. Wow. Game yep. of the century, Andy Sedaris. Andy Sedaris. You know the guy wasn't stupid because I still think those credit sequences for Hard Ticket to Hawaii is one of the best use of of actual <laughs> in camera stuff I've seen. That's really clever. Okay. I just remember the lady typing. That's all I remember. Or was that Malibu Express? I can't. Remember. I think that's Malibu Express. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so I want to hit you guys with this question. So, how do you think? So, so that's how we're doing, and kind of what we're doing. The whole world is changing really, really fast, including you know entertainment. So they they've killed pretty or shelved pretty much. Every movie you were looking forward to. James Bond isn't coming back for another year. You know, that sort of thing. And by the way, that be- that movie better be Cracker Frickin' Jack by that point. You know, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying it ought to be the best, but it ought to be the best. You've had six years to make the frickin' anyway. Um, so, <laughs> Well, somebody will probably get an idea and they'll redo the whole thing between now and then. You know they will. Yeah, I don't know. But they're, they're, can- they're canceling everything. I should be packing for my trip to L.A. right now. But, you know, it, right. they're canceling everything is my point. So how do you think this is going to shift things around? I mean, do you think... Because the the pipeline shut off, there are no new streaming stuff coming. Uh, wh- wh- how do you think this is going to shift things around? Yeah, I think it's going to get weird because I know, like, uh, like talking, I was talking about comic books earlier. I know, uh, like the the one distributor shut down, so there are like no new comic book shipping around the country this week or next week or for the foreseeable future. 
And like any other kind of print source, you know, they're kind of on their last leg. And, yeah. you know, I don't know if this will put a bullet in them and they'll just go digital. And then eventually you might get like a, an omnibus or a graphic novel for the year. And that could be it. You know, I I don't know. It's like, you know, working for the newspaper right now. And it's like, they're kind of uh, treading water, too. And something like this, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. And yeah. so, it's a little spooky. It, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, some of the smaller indie stuff, you know, just kind of goes into hibernation and doesn't wake up. Yeah. And so, and but the thing is, too, it's, it's almost an opportunity to try to fix things. Because, you know, um, with the comic book industry, with that one distributor... It was broken, and it was broken to the bad to the point where you really couldn't fix it. Yeah. And so it's the point now. It's like, okay, well, maybe it's time to flush it and start over, you know, completely different, and try to try to come up with a better way to, to do this because obviously what we're doing or what they were doing, it's not working. Yeah. And so, and you kind of have high hopes for some other things too on a little on a little higher level throughout several systems of government, but I really doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> So, glad a guy can dream. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, what I'm worried about, and not not worried, you know, because I've got things I'm legit worried about. But one of the things I'm thinking about is like, okay, so say you have a finely tuned machine chugging along. Say you're Marvel or your Netflix or your, you know wh- whatever the entertainment venture is, and then all of a sudden things stop. Does the machinery start again? You know, I mean, we've got Black Widow, but it's been put on, you know, indefinite suspension until people go back to the movies. And even then, are they going to go back to the movies? But um, that puts a hold on everything else, right? So what does that mean? What does that do? Do you try to push the button and hope it starts again? And what if it doesn't, you know? I think anymore, it's like they're going to have to... Uh, you know, I don't know how long this is going to go on, but like with some of that stuff, and I know some they have, it's like you're just going to have to kind of bite the bullet and just release it on streaming, and uh, and then just try to pick up when we go, and then you know later on if you want to release it to a theater and let people come see it big, you know, so be it. But, but again, again, even after this all calms down, you know, people are going to still be crazy, and it's like, are they going to go back to the theater anytime soon? Yeah. Well, there and was a sit rumor. next to and sit next to a stranger. It's like I don't know. Yeah, not not that close to a stranger. There was a rumor right. that um, they were going to release the Wonder Woman movie, the new Wonder Woman movie coming out this summer on streaming, and yeah. then they kind of pulled that back. But I think they might have even like floated a test balloon, saying, "Okay, could we make our money back doing that?" And I oh, don't know. Geez. You know, I don't yeah. know if they could or not, and that's no. you know. So maybe movies are smaller. Maybe yeah. uh, you know, th- last summer was the last blockbuster summer we ever see. You know, I don't know. The world is changing really fast. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll come back in some form. Or yeah, there's no way they can make their movie back, or money back on that uh-uh. because you know if you got because I know like they did one and they're like charging twenty dollars for it. And I'm like, geez, that sounds like a lot. But then if you think about it. It's like you got like with you. You got a family of five. Yeah. Times you know ten bucks a ticket. You know that's fifty bucks. You're actually getting it cheaper than it would be going to the movies. Exactly. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So. At, at the grand, we need to get Jim on one of these Skype calls. They, uh, uh, the, yeah, the outlook. Everyone is just kind of like, oh my god, we're you know we we don't yeah. know what's going to happen. And I think movies are a huge big question mark right now as to whether or not. You know, radio didn't kill the movie. TV didn't kill the movie. Streaming didn't kill the. Well, maybe this, maybe the coronavirus killed the yeah. movie. I don't know, but it's yeah. Well, it, yeah, not it's this. This too shall pass. 
you know, this is eventually going to, it'll burn out. But like he said, it's going to be a while. Yeah. And just you got to be careful. And, um, you know, and, and it's one of the, like the pie in the sky notions. It's like, well, hopefully what was broke gets fixed and what wasn't broke, they don't try to fix it. But what will probably happen is they'll try to fix what wasn't broke and make it worse. So oh, that's, that's, that's a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, you know, I think it was, you know, the uh, theaters were, uh, uh, struggling like everything else. Cause you're just yeah. trying to get butts seats. And again, I just think a lot of it is there's just so much out there to do aside from going to the movies. Cause you know, as a kid, that's like, that's all there was to do, you yeah. know? And, um, and now it's like you got video games, you got whatever else, you know. And so, yep. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. All right. Well, let me throw. It's two, interesting. Yeah, let me throw two more questions at the group. One of them is: Is there something that's been canceled or that is not coming back uh, soon that you're particularly lamenting right now? Because for me, I was really interested in like what the Marvel TV shows were going to do, the the Disney Plus streaming Marvel TV shows. I was I was interested in how they were going to expand the stories, what they were going to do with them. You know, I was ready for the Mandalorian season two, and now that's been pushed back a year and a half. What is there anything that either of you are lamenting is not coming back anytime soon? My play. Uh, oh, tell us about your yeah. play, Steph. Briefly, I'll, I'll keep it brief. I was um, going to England in about two and a half weeks <laughs> to see Uncle Vanya, which is, you know, Chekhov. And the play um, was suspended. All of the West End plays are suspended until at least the end of April. Um, flights are suspended, so I have to get refunds for everything, and I won't be going. And so that's that's what I'm lamenting right now. But I'm also kind of irked about the James Bond thing. I know. I love Bond movies. <laughs> yeah. He even did Saturday Night Live. It was supposed to be out, like, in a week and a half, right? Yeah. 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 Double O. Oh no! James Thank Bond you. will return in. Oh wait, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're gonna take it in the butt a little bit. So. Yep. Anything you're missing, Chad? I don't know. Um, sure. Say, you know, like uh, some. There's some movies coming out that I was looking forward to seeing. Um, I know we were kicking around the idea of maybe even going back to Pittsburgh in April for the, the April Ghoul April Rama, but, you know, they're closed down, too, so I was like, well, shit. And so, you well, know, let's see it's how just... We're feeling. Maybe we can project it in my backyard. I don't care. There you go. There you go. And uh, it's just... Uh, uh, I freely admit I'm... Uh, uh, stuck in my ways a little bit, and my routine is completely fudged right now. And so it's like trying to maintain my calm as much as I can. And, um, but yeah, um, you know, like you said, the, like that New Mutants movie, that, is a, that movie's apparently cursed. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, opening day, baseball, looking forward to that. You know, that's, that's off for a while. Um, but I get it. I understand it, and I completely support what they're doing. Yeah, me too. Let, so, let's, let's not pretend that we're, we're talking about trivialities and not sure. you know, 
not major. Sure. There are people dealing with life and death issues. Yes, we understand yes. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't mean to come off like I'm wagging my finger or anything, but no, it's just, yeah, it's disappointing. But you know what? Uh, we'll get over it. <laughs> Agreed. So, so and uh, yeah, everything I'm reading kind of says this isn't going to be a one day. This isn't going to be a V day. You know, there's not going to be one yeah. day where it's over and you can go back out. But um, let's pretend for a second that there was uh, a day three months in the future where you could finally interact as you did before. What would be the first thing you'd do? Mm. Go out to eat. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a go good. out. To, go go to like Lee's and get chicken fried steak and eggs and hash browns and gravy on everything. I'll and make, make a chicken fried steak, buddy. <laughs> with pie. You know, that's that's me. <laughs> I can. My kids are cooking ah. stuff. I can make a chicken fried steak. <laughs> How about your step? Um. You know, I know. I, I haven't thought about that. Um. I just think it would be nice to have my my normality back. Even as I, you know, before all this, I was like, God, I'm stuck in a rut. I go to work. I come home. I watch TV, I go to bed, I go to work, I come home, I watch TV, I go to bed, you know, and, and, but when I go to work, I see people, <laughs> um, when I go out, I can go to Starbucks, I can pop inside, maybe see George Ayub, you know, and hang out, and, and it's, and it's nice, and to not be able to do that right now is, is, um, bugging me more than I thought it would, because I was all set for this to be like, yes, my introverted self is happy, I don't have to go anywhere, I don't have to see people, but find I kind of miss them. Yeah. yeah. I, long for the, I long for the day when my, uh, speaker doesn't cinch up whenever I hear anybody coughing near me. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, yeah, and it's like that shame on me, you know, no, it's fine, no. No, no. I've had a cold like... for the last three weeks, and now I'm like, did I have a cold? <laughs> did I have the virus? <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at right now. Is this allergies, or is this corona? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, well, my eyes are itching and watering, so I'm going with allergies on that. So A, a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, across the state, and we were, we, were doing, we were hanging out, and we're driving back, stopped at a gas station, and a dude sneezed in my face. And this, oh, this was after I had heard Corona, but we didn't know how bad it was going to... We wouldn't right. have dreamed of this thing, right? So this was like on, you know, in early, early March. And a dude turns around and just... <laughs> you know, he was trying to stop it, but he couldn't. And I felt droplets hit my face. I'm like, that's the most disgusting thing that'll ever happen. <laughs> and... I would, if that had happened now, I would like freak out, you know, that it would have been, the end. I would have gone and grabbed sanitizer and rubbed yeah. it on my face, I would have ducked my head, yeah. I don't know what the hell I would have done, but that would have been I the was, end, of, end yeah. of things. I was in the grocery store uh, about four nights ago, and, you know, to their credit, when you get your cart, you go in, they got a little hand wipe dispenser that you could pull out and wipe your cart off and go. Right, right. And there was a guy there in front of me, and he was pulling one out, and it's like, could you grab one of those for me? And it was an older gentleman, and he grabbed it, and we went, and we, like, our hands sort of bumped into each other as I was trying to grab the thing, and we both kind of stopped and locked eyes for a minute, and it's like, are you sick? Are you sick? And then we went on our way. <laughs> you know, it's just... Oh, here we are. This is where we're at right now. You know? Yeah, it's like, we need oh, the human yeah. contact, but we can't have it. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I was like, oh. And also, I went down, 
because um, when everything went to hell, it's like I could not find the cat food that I needed. And so I sort of put a call out to everybody. If you see this indoor, whatever, grab me a bag. Well, my mom found and she bought me like two. Yeah, but I had to go down to her place and get it, and I'm like, going, right. I'm not getting near you. I'm not." But she's like, oh, I'll be fine. You know moms are and shit. And so it's like, no, put the bag down. I'll get it. <laughs> you go inside. Yep, yep, yeah. So. so, All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That's that's about as that's a good bit of uh, of where we are. We'll be a little bit more structured, but thank you for, for listening and helping us, you know, kind of cope with, with what's going on. Man, it's been a weird day. We hope, or weird couple weeks. We know everyone's had a weird couple weeks. So we're going to come back after the guitar noise with some recommendations, and we'll, we'll get out of here. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. We're back. Chad is playing with the cat. Hello, kitty. Hello, baby. I don't believe it's there. The cat's got two bags of cat food to get himself through this apocalypse. It'll be fine. Yeah, one for her, one for me. (laughs) I love the taste of dog food. It's a line from Showgirls. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to do some recommendations, some things we've been watching, reading, paying attention to the last two-week period. Anybody want to go first? Oh, I'll get it over with. Do it. Atta, baby! Um, I'm watching Martin Freeman's new show, Breeders. I'm not actually sure I talk, have I talked about this show before. I don't before. think so. What, I haven't nope. heard of it. What is it? Um, it's on FX, and it's a sitcom that um, the story idea actually originated from Martin. And, um, and you know, of course, Martin Freeman, The Hobbit, Tim from The Office, Watson on Sherlock, you know. And it's about... Um, family and how they deal with their kids and it's not it's a sitcom but it's not sitcom humor okay it's it's two parents dealing with the stress of raising two kids and they're more honest about it like like okay so in one scene the kids are freaking out and not going to bed and they're they're just being naughty they're young and as Martin climbs the steps to go and admonish them and tell them to go to sleep, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to be calm. And he opens the door and he goes, will you shut the fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's, and it's like how they deal with it and the situations that uh, crop up as you're a young family raising kids and stuff. And it's, it's brutally honest, but very good and pretty funny, I think, and uh, worth a lot. It's on FX. Huh? And is it is it just has it just started or is it? Uh... Yeah, it's it's about um, five episodes in, I think. Um, it's Martin Freeman, um, Daisy Tiger. Oh, I, I don't know. Michael McKean is in it. Oh, I like him. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, a bunch of British actors who are. Oh, I 
I know him. He was in blah blah blah, <laughs> you know, because the BBC has twelve actors. So is, yeah. is it a British show? A British import? Yeah. Or is it? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's set in, it's set in London, but it's it's on FX and I think like Sky One or something like that in the UK. But it's really good and, and very funny. Cool. All right, Breeders on FX, which, by the way, in a couple weeks is bringing back season two of What We Do in the Shadows. Yes! <sighs> really? They didn't... Yep. They didn't I they cannot didn't wait. I am a wizard. Bat? <laughs> <laughs> we, we took a deep dive into Matt Berry's music as a family the other day. That's some weird stuff. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, have you seen the trailer to season two? Where? No, I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, you need to I see did. the trailer. I did. It was really good. Apparently, I Colin is getting it. more powerful. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's awesome. Wow. He's just walking through. He's like a middle manager boss now. He's just walking through the office, pointing <laughs> at people going, working hard or hardly working, and they collapse. <laughs> he's like getting more virile. He's growing his hair. It's great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Yep, the other bit, of, yeah, so, all right, I, I could talk about that show forever, so when it comes back, maybe we'll do a, a whole show on it, because I love good. that show. All right, so, uh, do you mind if I do my next? Absolutely, go ahead. Okay, on Netflix, I watched The Platform. Have you watched The Platform? Nope. Okay, it is a Spanish-language uh, sci-fi actioner that uh, I'm going to recommend uh, six-eighths of it. <laughs> Because, because the ending takes a giant header into pretentious territory and lands head first and splatters and is just terrible. But man, did I like it up until it did its swan dive. And the, the plot is, this guy wakes up, he's in some sort of future um, totalitarian society, and they built a prison. The prison works like this. It's super tall. There are two people, two prisoners per floor. It's a perfect square, and in the middle of the floor is a giant hole, so you can see the people above you and see the people below you. Once a day, a giant feast descends the uh, the prison, so the people at the top can eat as much as they want, and then you get down to the lower levels, and of course there's less and less and less and less food. It's a metaphor, right? I get it's a metaphor, but it's also a bare-knuckle, nasty-ass action movie, right? So, so... Uh, <laughs> cannibalism uh, uh, great rules like the the rules that you can bring one thing so our hero of course brings a copy of Don Quixote right because he wants to be high minded and soon learns that the guy with the samurai sword maybe made the better choice you know <laughs> that sort of thing one poor woman brings a dog oh the dog does not fare well <laughs> oh no it is a it is an awesome high concept high-brained action movie until the end. And then the end, you're just like, oh, no, did you really have to go there, you know? And not even go there. It's like, is that really how you wanted to resolve this? Because I understand that high concept is sometimes difficult to nail, but if you just kind of throw up your hands and say, ah, God, you know, it, it just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. But... Man, uh, uh, 150, you know, uh, uh, 75 minutes of its of its hour and a half long runtime are totally worth watching, and the concept is great, and it's shot really well. So give the platform a watch, and if I'm wrong, tell me. Because, okay. because I watched it with my kid, and we were both like, "Yeah, that ending sucked." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's, that's been happening to me a lot lately. It's like, boy, that was really good until it really wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, at 
at one point through plot machinations that I'm not going to spoil, two people decide to start near the top, grab a couple of uh, of uh, um, like lead pipes, and just see how far down they can go. And it's it's oh, awesome. Wow. It's awesome. And then of course you know. Yeah, they get they get kind of bogged down in other stuff, but yeah, it's a the platform. It's on Netflix. Definitely give it a. It's it's worth a watch. I'm not sorry I watched it, even though I didn't like the ending. Okay, cool. All right, uh, me. Uh, this is more YouTube diving, and it's more sports. Sorry, everybody. No, uh, I love but it. I found a five part documentary called Full Color Football, which is an extensive and exhaustive history of the American Football League really? before they joined the NFL in the 1970s. So it's like 69 or 59 to 69. Right. And it's just, it's kind of this wonderful snapshot of, you know, the country at the time too, as this whole thing progressed and like each episode sort of concentrates on a different team from around the country, you know, all these cast offs, misfits and, and minorities, sadly, who couldn't get into the NFL sort of made this thing happen, and it was sort of, you know, cursed to being this Mickey Mouse thing, and then, you know, in the first two Super Bowls, you know, Green Bay annihilated them, but then uh, the Jets won three, and then the Chiefs won four, and then that basically led to the merger, and so, it's, it's just a fascinating thing, and it was kind of uh, the decade where, you know, football sort of supplanted baseball as America's game, and so I found it, it's, it's really, it's really good, it's really well done. Uh, it's like five parts. I found it on YouTube, so you probably can't. It's uh, Full Color Football. And then also, I have been slowly making my way through the uh, Showa Godzilla movies uh-huh. because you never, ever estimate the therapeutic value of two men in rubber suits beating <laughs> the livid shit out of each other Yay! and destroying everything around them. And I've sort of been going backwards. I think I started with, like, Terror Mecha Godzilla, <laughs> and I've been slowly going backwards. And I'm, I'm down to, like... Uh, I'm, I think I'm at Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster right now. So, That's and it's so it's been a ton of fun. Just, just Jake said, you just kind of sh- tune out and tune in and don't think about it, you know. And because uh, that's what he's circling back to the bat is like, you get that moment in the morning when you kind of wake up and you're puttering around the house and you take your pills for the day and everything's wonderful. And it's like, oh yeah, there's a global band. Yep, yep. I I know that phenomenon. I was telling other people about that the other day. For me. It's like two steps to the bathroom at the beginning of the day, you know? It's like yeah. the, the, those two steps are like maybe the best part of my day where it's like, oh, I'm blissfully unaware. Shit. <laughs> 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 and it lasts about that long. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. All right. Well, that is our episode. We, You know what? If this works, um, man, we can knock these out in pretty rapid succession because I don't have a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all you, so, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what? In dark times, you turn to art, and uh, I, I, lo- I love talking with you guys. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Same. Stay safe, everybody. I hope, Absolutely. Wait, I, I hope people will remember, when this is over, that we all turn to art to entertain ourselves. You yeah, know? I'm right. Don't forget about that. Yep. We Platform. turned to art. That is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, and stay safe, all right? All right. You've been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life, and real life is frequently cult cinema. 
You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at A-W-O-C podcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese, or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback. That sounded like a... You know, bang, 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 bang. <laughs>